I'm Christy Mills. And I'm April Zavala. And you're listening to Keep Calm and Other Advice for Theater Teachers. Okay, so our intro was not the real us. Definitely not. We're a mess. A big mess. Um, and speaking of a mess, we're going to start with an article called 21 Things Theater Teachers Can Tell Their Students That Regular Teachers Can't. And I have read this article, but April has not. Um, and so she's going to say, yes, I've totally said that, or no, I haven't said that. Um, the first one is, oh, and this is on theaternerds.com. So if you want to look it up, you totes can. Yeah, I said totes. Um, totes my goat. <laughs> <laughs> number one is don't stop choking him until he dies <laughs> i've never said that yeah because you'd be fired i would be fired um i actually said this today we went costume shopping and um <laughs> this one number two is you need to wear different underwear oh. um yeah i just haven't had an opportunity or a reason to say those yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. Um, I have said that today because we went costume shopping and I was like, you're going to need a different bra. <laughs> um, number three is you're not drunk enough. Let me show you how to be drunk. Oh, yes. The first show I directed, A Piece of My Heart, our Whitney, who is a drunk, was played by a, I think she was a freshman there. And yep, definitely had to tell her that she was not acting drunk. A, correctly (laughs) uh number four is i don't like that dress try on this one but you're saying that to a boy (laughs) i don't think i've had to um last year we did uh junie b jones and our gladys gutsman had to wear a dress but um i've had boys who have wanted to wear dresses (sighs) I'm just like, not not yet. Not, not this, for show. this show. Um, number five is try to threaten me. I don't I've never told a student to try to threaten me, but I have had a told a student to yell at me while yeah. I was yelling at them. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get them to match me. Yeah. Um, and that's the comment underneath this is you're supposed to be scary in this scene. Try to threaten me. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Um, nobody loves you and you're all alone in the world. Oh, all the time. Classroom exercises. Yes. Uh, The comment underneath this is, what is my character motivation? (laughs) I always feel like, I'm like, okay, choose an objective. And it always goes back to, like, why do you feel that way? Well, because nobody loves you and you're alone in this world. Yep. (laughs) Um... The next one is, who did your makeup? It's all wrong. I don't know. I feel like maybe our kids are pretty talented and they just like show up with the right type of makeup. Yeah. Or, well, in my case, like I haven't had my kids put on makeup. Yet. Yet. There's lots of yets. Yeah. Um, oh, this one, I remember you said this a couple weeks ago in your class. Uh, today we're going to learn how to breathe. <laughs> yes. Um, kids don't know how to breathe. and Or when you tell them, hey, we're going to learn how to breathe, they're like, we already know. I'm like, mm, but you don't. Um, the comment underneath this says, fundamentals of stage speech. You've been breathing wrong your whole life. Seriously. <laughs> 
Um, this one, I haven't said this one, but it, I might start to now. Um, I'm a mother pheasant plucker. I'm a mother pheasant plucker. Yes. Oh, that would get dangerous. Yes. <laughs> it's a little dangerous to say in the classroom. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's a tongue twister. I'm sure I have other ones. Um, what's another one that they always like to do? Sally sells she yeah she shells. I have a degree in acting. It's fine. <laughs> um, I, um, this one says I was a dancing fork this summer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you sound Indian, not Irish. <laughs> oh, those are fun. I have no. I haven't done a show where. Um, one of your girls that you have in eighth period or you're in your seventh period class, I think she would make a really good um, bog of cats. <gasps> yes. Ooh. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, num- the next one is I need you guys to kiss again. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> or for me, I'm like, let me show you how to kiss. But you know, I don't. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I don't show them. I always like choreograph it out, kind of like a dance. I'm like, all right, you put your hand here. This is one. This is two. And then always asking, like, okay, is this okay? And making sure that both actors is on the same page, just so that yeah, uncomfortable. Ask permission. Can I act with you? Can I move you? Can I touch your shoulders? Also, yes. like, kissing on stage is really hard, especially for high schoolers. Yeah, who can't even, like, they don't know how to touch right. each other, which is crazy, because they're always, like, touching each other, but just not <laughs> Not in the correct romantic way. Yes. Um, and so, like, when I'm staging a kiss scene or whatever, um, I always tell them, I'm like, okay, closed lips, and I want you to count in your head one Mississippi and then you can let go you know because mm-hmm. they don't really understand so it, you kind of have to choreograph it out like a, a dance yeah um and then this last one is my favorite um I've made I've never hated you more <laughs> um and that's in the comment underneath it says and I mean that in a good way you played that villain so convincingly yes I feel like that's such a great compliment to receive yeah, if that my students your job. Mm-hmm. Yep, if my students hear that, that means they did their job well. Yes. Um, and then the last one is I love you. I feel like I say that to my kiddos. I say that every day. Yeah. And they're like, "You love us?" I'm like, "Yeah." Today I do. <laughs> Today I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we didn't make it through all twenty-one things because we wanted to move on to our conversation about. The last show we did together, we collaborated on a play called Bandersnatch. Um, so I just hit the highlights of those 21 things. If you want to, you can catch the rest of that article on theaternerds.com. But we're going to jump right in to Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Bander, dander. Bander, dander, Um So Bandersnatch is a production that my college professor wrote um, with one of his dear friends, and we produced it in college. We took it to KCACTF, and um, our engineering department came in, and they helped build the giant puppets for it. Um, the storyline is basically 
what happens after Lewis Carroll's poem, The Jabberwocky. So um, there's a character in it that takes on the Jabberwock and then has to take on the Bandersnatch. So it's a comedy similar to, um, similar to like, you know. Uh, Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> yes, mixed. It's like Alice in Wonderland meets uh, Princess Bride, um, that sort of comedy. <laughs> I totally forgot to mention that Bandersnatch was written by Josh Bland and Brandon Smith. Um, they totally get good credit because it's a really fun and funny script and you should reach out to them if you want to produce it. It's a really great piece for high schoolers and um, if you have a creative person to make puppets, the kids really get into it. So Josh Bland and Brandon Smith. Our JV high school uh, production class came in and they uh, started doing the main characters of Bandersnatch and I was directing it and I asked April if her middle schoolers could come and be a little bit of a, they could do the shadow puppetry and the little Sorensons, which are children, essentially like forest children, that get lost in the play. And I asked her if she wanted her middle schoolers to come be a part of that. Heck yeah. Yeah, and she was all for it. She was all for the craziness. And she had about 15 middle schoolers that mm -hmm. she wanted to put on stage. And we were like, well, how are we going to... There weren't enough lines for all 15 middle schoolers. Yes. So what Christy did was she split up some lines um, that were in the script and she divided them up. Um, into just different little groups and it worked out really well yeah and instead of like one kid being one little Sorensen we gave like each we gave them groups and each group got a puppet yes and um, our puppets were Boon Raku style puppets and that means like one person was the head, one person was the arms, and one person was the feet. Mm -hmm. And um, we saw a video on National Theater. It was a Geyer and Gimbel masterclass, and um, they're essentially paper puppets. Yeah, just like butcher paper. Um, at first, we just got what was it? Just regular brown paper. I got some butcher paper from the. The copy room. I made a whole bunch of different little puppets and they were great. They lasted us. They were very um, flexible to use and I think the kids really enjoyed it, how easy it was mm -hmm. um, to do puppetry or learn different types of puppetry and how they could use that big old puppet. Yeah and I think, I don't know, I think when you talk about puppets I think people get a little like, ooh, what are you talking about? And yeah. They think very Sesame Street. Yes, or sock puppets or like marionettes. Mm -hmm. You're like, no. And what I love so much about these paper puppets is anybody can pick them up and use them. And I think it's such a different way to, to do puppetry that it gets the kids interested. They're mm -hmm. like, oh, this is actually art. This isn't like kids play. It's, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and the really cool thing about the Guy and Gimbal Masterclass, if you go to YouTube and um, you search Guy and Gimbal Masterclass National Theater, um, they actually teach the kids um, with examples how to use the puppets, which mm -hmm. makes it really easy for us as teachers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I think what happened is I was like, this is how you do it. And it was a little confusing. And then we found those videos. Yes, and then we played them first and then talked to them about what they had observed um, and what they thought about it. And then it made it easier for us to translate what we were trying to get them to do with them. Yes. And um, April's kiddos are in seventh and eighth grade, so they're still kind of figuring out their body. Mm -hmm. And the really cool thing is putting a puppet in their hands makes them think on such a higher level. And admin loves that sort of stuff where you're like, okay, I want you to think about it not only in your body, but in the body of this puppet. Yes. Um, there was this one group, I think it was these three girls, who were just so in sync with each other's movements and their puppets movements like every time they and they got in their group to perform my eyes went directly to them because that puppet literally looked alive, alive. Mm -hmm. um the head focus was there the breathing was there the walking was there as opposed to another group of kids who were just kind of like yanking them yeah. around yeah, and that's the really cool thing about these Boonraku style puppets is it makes your kids work together. Mm -hmm. If they're not working together, their puppet looks like it's kind of flapping around instead of if they are working together and they're they're working on the focus of the puppet, the breath of the puppet, and the weight and the uh, movement of the puppet, then it really turns into a masterpiece, which is really cool for eighth graders to like be a part of yes and we had two different groups we had the group that was actually going to perform this uh, across the street at the high school and then those students that weren't able to participate in that um, and it was nice to have them each look at watch each other with the puppets um, one group would be doing really well and we tell them hey this is what they're doing and then they would get up there and try and we tell the other group hey this is what they're doing really well um, and I think that was really helpful in creating their performance. Yes, definitely. And what I love about this, like, Geyer and Gimbal Masterclass YouTube video is they do an example of focus with the puppet, and an example of breath with the puppet, and an example of weight with the puppet. And I showed that YouTube video to my kiddos, who are the high schoolers, who were working on a bigger scale with puppetry. They were using full costume puppets. Um, and they even learned, okay, my focus needs to be on my puppet, otherwise there are two human beings on stage, not just a single puppet. Um, and that was real. it was just a great experience for all of them. It was so fun. I, I know my kiddos really, really appreciated getting that opportunity. And I was very happy yeah, with, and, for them. And the leadership that I saw out of my kids too, like I told them, before your kiddos came across the street, I was like, okay, these middle schoolers are going to be looking up to you. So I need you to be kind. I need you to um, be the example for them. And as a JV class, that was a really great experience for them, I mm -hmm. think. Yeah, prepping them to be the leaders of yeah. tomorrow, of the yes. future of the department, really. <laughs> yeah, the future of the department. Um, 
but I guess, I don't know if I, this is the end of the podcast, but um, I'm a high school teacher. I teach the JV and the freshman production class here at the high school. And I teach at the middle school uh, that feeds into the high school across the street. Um, and the class that did this was our advanced class made up of 7th and 8th graders. Correct. And so what's been really wonderful is for me going over to the middle school and like meeting those kids and telling them what the standard is at high school. So that way they can prepare for it and they can start meeting that standard in 7th and 8th grade. So that by the time they get to me, they're a little more advanced in that way. Uh, and that's also a really good tool for building our program. Mm-hmm. They see me, they know me, and then they think, okay, well, I know her. I think I want to be in her program in the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. And that's done wonders for our program. Yes. Um, even in like productions after Bandersnatch, um, there's other stuff that's been going on here at the high school. And we see the middle schoolers coming to... Um, pre-shows and coming to actual shows and it's really exciting to see them come across the street and be excited to see what what it can be for them yes. in the future. And I remember being in 7th and 8th grade and going to the high school shows and just being blown away mm-hmm. and like so excited to do that level of theater and um, I think that's what your kids are doing. Yeah, I think so too. They're happy. They, they definitely enjoy you coming over every day. And um, I think every time that we speak to them about anything that we're doing, we raise, we have a bar for them and they're doing really well at meeting it. meeting that bar, yeah. yeah. And they're excited to do good work too. Yes. Because of you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, thanks for listening and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Well, also, our brains are, like, fried because seven and a half... Well, now it's six and a half days until Christmas break. Oh, yes. And we're ready. And so are the kids. And, oh, are they showing it. Oh, yes, definitely. So maybe I hope this podcast um, gives you a little bit of inspiration and um, excitement as you go into your Christmas break. I know recording it has done that for us. Yes. Um, even though we're tired, the kids are tired, and we're all hoping for a snow day on Friday. So. Oh, there's a possibility. Yeah, snow, snow vibes. Snow vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Bye.